Hello. 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 And uh, welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Ringham and Godzilla's Alphabites. Uh, my name is Robert Ringham, and here, normally I say on my immediate left, but he's in front of me today. Uh, here in front of me is none other than Mr. Daniel James Godson. Hello. And how are you, Daniel? Very well, thank you. Now, Daniel, you are finally really Mr. Daniel James Godson. I really am. Because you got married. Yes, hitched is one of the other terms they use. That's right. Um, uh, damned is another <laughs> one. Uh, Curse for all eternity to go down on the same ageing vagina every day for the rest of your life. Well, well it can't be that bad. What do you think of that? <laughs> so it's, a bit, it's, it's been a week since you yeah. were married. And uh, how's it going? How is married, uh, married life? Uh, coping, okay. Um, yeah, all, th- all, all seems swimming. I just like to point out that um, the, uh, the the revolting thing I just said is extra funny because Dan's wife is actually in the room with us <laughs> as a silent spectator. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad I can come around to yeah. uh, Daniel and Emma's house to the the Godzilla pad and talk about my wife's vagina. and talk about his wife's vagina. You got to say I wouldn't normally do that. It's just that this is podcast Rob and it just gets a bit out of control. And you've had two cups of tea. I've had more than a cup of tea. I've drank like a whole goldfish bowl of tea. <laughs> and uh, a lovely big piece of cake and no lunch. So uh, <laughs> we're basically, uh, well, you're in a lot of trouble, Daniel. That's, that's all I can say. If today's podcast doesn't end in an actual, uh, you know, abuse charge, I will be very surprised. <laughs> Did we check if the cake was nutty at all? I will be very surprised <laughs> if it was nutty uh, because I am uh, still with us and breathing. <laughs> what other allergies do you have? Uh, I'm not very good with uh, cats. If I eat a cat, I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. And uh, what else? Um, I sometimes find that if I um, masturbate more than, say, six times in a row, I get sort of tired. <laughs> okay. So I assume that's an allergy. That. Okay. And uh, if I don't get my um, intravenous drugs on time, I just okay. sort of get irritable and uh, tetchy. So uh, I've got to have my medicine. Okay. <laughs> that's an allergy I, as well. I was told in the pub. Yesterday, this I can see where this, this is going to be hearsay and well, drivel. Go on. I don't believe it. <laughs> Just but as a caveat, a yeah. Fr- a friend of mine, Steve. Well, a friend of ours, I should say. So Which Steve? Steve Clark. Bald old Steve. Yes. Yep. 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 He said, if you rub garlic on your foot. Oh, what a cunt! Yeah. Go on. That twenty minutes later you can taste it on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> That's bollocks. Okay. That's your first bit of bollocks. If, but if you rubbed a nut on your foot. Mm. Would I have an allergic reaction? Yeah. Ah. Well, I think maybe today's the day to find out. Could do it live on the Ring of Gods podcast. <laughs> well, no, that's dangerous. A weird kind well, of acupuncture I, I, allergy. I responded to Steve. I said, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And if you if you eat garlic, mm. can you smell it on your feet? Mm. Which I think, if the first were true, well, I could, I could, I could true. believe it that way around. Because if you eat something, you ingest it, and uh, it does affect your secretions <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, I mean you've only just got married so presumably you've, you've only just had sex for the first time so you probably haven't uh, experimented very much no. but I know that if you eat um, something uh, like a very iron rich vegetable if you eat uh, broccoli or asparagus yeah. your, uh, your your gentleman fluids don't particularly wow. taste very nice oh. but, but your favourite food is pineapple I love pineapple and that makes your spunk taste Boston. So, uh, <laughs> you're probably fine. You've probably got very lovely, fruity, delicious sperm. Celery. Okay, I just yeah, sorry? Celery. What about it? It's another uh, flavour enhancer. Is it? That makes your uh, your gentleman fluids taste yeah, good? but I don't eat a lot of celery. Ah, but you're a pineapple man, so that's yeah. okay. You're very courteous. 
Marie Curtis. What, so how fact. was your first uh, sexual experience this week? Uh, now that you've lost your virginity, how was it? It was lovely. Uh, just, just in case uh, Daniel's parents are listening, we have to just maintain this front that he's literally only just had sex the first time. I got a book on it. Because that's uh, the worst thing you could possibly worry about in relation to this podcast. <laughs> Go on, you, you got a book about how to do it. About how to do it, yeah. Uh-huh. All the many stages. Who wrote it? Who would be the funniest person? Bill Oddie. <laughs> Bill Oddie's bedroom. Bill Oddie's bedroom. <laughs> Capers, yeah. <laughs> the Jimmy, the complete Jimmy Savile book <laughs> of how to molest a person in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, go on, what's the book? Uh, well, I haven't really. But, um, oh. <laughs> oh, you were setting up a comedy construct. Yeah, I quite like the idea. I don't know how long it would be. What? Your penis? Um, well, we can settle that today on the podcast. Go on, just slap oh. it out. It's all right. Come on, it's only... It's just me. I don't even it's just me it and... It's not real, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could mime it and we could uh, we could do the sound effects. Look, look, it'd be something like this. It would go... Like that. That's okay. the zip noise. And then uh, the noise for when it comes out would be sort of because <laughs> it's huge. And then uh, we'd get a tape measure and make the tape measure noise. And um, there's no real punchline, is there, though? Because no. all you've got left is a number. I don't think if, <laughs> it's when, when you started on the measure in a cock story, yeah. you weren't expecting it to end well, were you? No, I think the, the important information has already been introduced. What, asparagus? Back yes. to that. Mm. Right. This is another fact that I'm not sure if it's true. Do you know another name for asparagus? is ladies' fingers. Would you ever go out with a lady who had fingers like that? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy green slimy fingers. Is that Bulbous true? tips. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, yeah, it really okay. is, yeah. Oh, goodness me. Oh, here's a tip for you. <laughs> Don't bother freezing it. What, your jizz? No, asparagus. Oh, I thought you were making um, humorous ice cubes no. for when your friends come round for a cocktail. <laughs> Don't bother freezing asparagus. Yeah, Go on. Goes ever so limp. Oh. That was just a very small fact. No, asparagus. I think, I think we can keep doing notes. I think um, when, when you've got a small fact comes to mind, we can just go. We'll have a jingle and we'll go, it's time for another of Dance Wall Facts. Well, only uh, a certain percentage of people in the world can smell the smell that asparagus causes on, on Wee Wee. Uh, it's only some number of people can make have that. When, when oh, does your wee smell after an asparagus? No, neither does mine. But I think it's the people so that smell them. it rather than the people that produce it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Have you ever done a smelly wee? Have you ever done a wee and you've gone, that's a smelly wee? Well, it's the colour that usually shocks me more than anything. Ah, what's been the most exciting colour of wee you've produced? Oh, it's, all, it's always different shades of yellow. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah. sometimes it's transparent. It looks like you could drink it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, we could do... That's another podcast experiment no, for us. Uh, shall we drink each other's wee or shall we stick to our own? But then other times it looks like honey. Um, yeah. Which isn't so nice. Uh, sometimes it's almost orange it's quite yeah, down yeah. the spectrum sometimes it's red isn't it when uh, when it, when you're bleeding internally <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, sometimes you do get red wee if you've had beetroot do you ever get that? no not, it's not like crimson it's not like <laughs> the crimson tide it's um, just sort of a purplish hue you ever get that? that might be a genetic thing as well Like not, okay. maybe not everyone has the red wee wee some of them beetroot. experiments are doable aren't they? Yeah, just eat some beetroot. <laughs> That's the extent oh, of that uh, experiment. Oh, how dark it could go. 
probably it's not going to be any different colour. What if you had like loads of food dye? Like, what if you just drank like a bottle of blue food colouring? Could you have blue wee? I don't know. When I was a kid, my friend Tom had this puppet that he brought off holiday, and it was sort of a red snake on a couple of sticks, and you could move it. And uh, we, his name was Red Poo because he looked a bit like a red poo. Not particularly interesting, <laughs> though. It's the truth. I'm just reporting oh. the facts. Okay. Any allergies? I like allergies. Because uh -huh. um, is it true when you've got, if you if you're a child and you've got allergies, yeah, and the doctor thinks you may have some, they yeah. basically they test you out by prodding you with with, with uh, different things. When I was a kid, this sort of thing wasn't really. They didn't really have any tests for it. Okay. So it was just kind of trial and error with me. I just had to kind of learn as we went along. Uh, so I'd have like a horrendous reaction and have to go to hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, that was kind of how it worked when I was a kid, I think. Either that or maybe we just didn't have the information to hand. Um, a friend of mine's daughter was uh, allergic to pumpkin seeds. Really? She was embarrassed because it was such an absurd allergic reaction. It doesn't come up very often, does no, it? You so can kind she... of go through life, just ignore it. Yeah, don't so don't she, worry she, about she it. She never told the school or anything. or. Uh -huh. And then it came up. Like on day two of attending <laughs> school, mandatory pumpkin seed eating class. Well, this time of year, it's quite often. Uh, often oh. we uh, we carve pumpkins. Do we? Well, I've got one ready to carve right now. Have you? What? what why would you carve a pumpkin? Because it's hello, Halloween. What? It's the day before. It's Halloween today. I've never heard of that. What is that? Um, oh well, George, tell you. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. What's Halloween? Okay, well, this is what I think it is. I've never heard of this. Okay, I think. That basically, it's it's the day before, it's Hallow's Eve, the day before the day of Hallows, where right. all the, and on that day, all the, the nasty sort of spirits and things. Right, like whiskey. Uh, no, not no, right. They they go off and they sort go sort of blended like famous grouse. That's they, a really nasty they go, spirit. They, they go to wherever they go to heaven or hell or something of that sort. All oh, right, but it's the last day, ah. which they can grab and take revenge on the on the living. So okay. the living, uh -huh. in order to fool the ghosts, uh -huh. dress up as scary creatures, ah. and so they don't get them spotted. And what is the pumpkin for? To, is that to, is that like a protective think, talisman? I'd say it's just because it's autumnal, isn't it? Uh, and there's a lot of them around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been true. So if Halloween happened, say in March, you'd have a chocolate egg to scare them away. Yeah. Ah. That would melt, wouldn't it? <laughs> what? Would you pop a little I don't know. tea light in it? Why would you pop a tea light in it? What does that mean? Um, I don't know. It looks scary, doesn't it? Okay. Does it? Oh, there you go. So melting eggs is what frightens ghosts away. <laughs> Excellent. Am I, am I correct in that? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, are you correct? Am I along the right lines of what Halloween is? I don't know. To be honest. <laughs> I think is it, this is like a this sort of pagan... Uh, it was called Samhain originally, wasn't it? It was like a pagan holiday kind okay. of... Pagan winter festival. I think it's been co-opted a little bit, but but then again, Christians don't like it, do they? No, no. I was on a. I was reading an in-flight magazine once, and in it there was some crazy evangelical Christian nutbag uh, talking about alternatives for Halloween, and uh, she just she, she suggested it was called Jesus Ween. <laughs> I was like, mm, you can't see a problem with that. <laughs> mm, I got wait for Jesus Ween. <laughs> what do you think Jesus Ween is like? What do you think happens on that day if it was real? Oh. Oh. You carve a Jesus out, put a tea light in his head, uh, and it would be to what? What's the point of it? Scare away Jesuses? 
There's a Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. People who think they're Jesus. Yep, scare away crazy Jesuses. But Jesus. Maybe, oh, maybe it's because the idea of him coming back, the second coming, is actually quite frightening. Uh, especially as the Jehovah's Witnesses believe it's like a literal bodily thing where you oh, rise up from the grave. Was it wasn't the, what was that ascent that was recently going to happen where everyone got sort of pulled into heaven from, from a, that was, Oh, the rapture. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen, did it? No, that'd be Turned good. out that was a lot of bollocks. <laughs> was, uh, was your friend Stephen the pub looking forward to that one? Yeah, well, we all was, he, was he prepping his feet with garlic in anticipation for the big day? We'd open the skylight. <laughs> so you could drift through. Now, with the rapture, is it, is it... There would be a lot of people just hovering against ceilings, wouldn't there? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. If you didn't know about it, or if you just didn't go... It's like the day they put the clocks back. There's always one person who sort of shows up to work an hour late and like, oh no, I can't believe it. <laughs> it would be the same with the rapture. There's people trapped in like, the, or, or what if, what if you, what if you were expecting it and you sort of thought you'd be like a bit ceremonial about it and you went to uh, St Paul's Cathedral and you were just sort of floating around <laughs> the dome at St Paul's Cathedral with all the unanswered prayers. <laughs> Putting the clock, clocks back is one of the s- s- times where we don't talk about the weather for a day, isn't it? Is it? Oh, because yeah, it's uh, that's the boring yeah. thing that comes to the forefront. Yeah, and often people will tell you what the real time is. Yes, that's right. Rather than the new time. It's just best to just just accept the new time as soon as possible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stop living in the past, man. Yeah. And there are often people who don't change their car clocks or clocks around the house and just wait until it realigns itself. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Which is ridiculous. <laughs> My dad does that. Like, I always think it's the wrong time, but he just goes, no, no, I just haven't changed the clock yet. He's on a different system yeah. to everyone else, is he? <laughs> My dad also sets the clock uh, for, um, so it looks like he's late all the time, so that he hurries up. Oh, I just find that very strange. Yeah, because sure, if you've done that, you know. Yeah. And so you sort of factor that into your plans, and so it's almost like you might not have bothered. This is exactly it. It's strange. It's ridiculous. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, the, 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 the rapture was very... Exciting. Do you think you would make it if the rapture really happened? Do you think you would be one of the well, the raptured? Would you would you float up to heaven or would you be stuck down I here? I don't with, know what it's based on, really. Me and Saddam Hussein and all the other evil people. Do you think it would be based on <laughs> how you are on the day, or uh, the, they would sort of uh, go from 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 day one and sort of weigh up your life? I think it's like Kilroy. I think it's like you go on a talk show. <laughs> Uh, well, Kilroy's Kil- yeah. a bit of a dated reference, isn't he? I don't think Kilroy's been on the TV in <laughs> seven do, years. Didn't we do Kilroy's Ilk? For that's right, yeah. That, that's Kilroy's new show where he travels around the country on a moped looking for, <laughs> look, looking for a replacement. Uh, yeah, all right. So we, we go on Kil- the new Kilroy where they found the replacement. And a new Kilroy, it's like, what, what, what was the replacement Coke called? Coke Zero. It's yeah. Kilroy Zero, right? Okay. You go on and he's a bit different. He's more racist. <laughs> and he's like, um, he, he says... He loosens his tie occasionally. That's it. This is the Rapture show, yeah. right? Oh, well, actually, it could be Kilroy. So the the original Kilroy show on right. TV, right, That's that's he's got a replacement. But Kilroy's new job is presenting the Rapture show. Ah, okay. Right, and so right. Kilroy's like, hello, everybody. Uh, let's have a look. And uh, he takes everything into account that you've done through your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of the uh, you've done some pretty shocking things in your life, haven't you? You're a pretty uh, amoral individual. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, uh, you uh, did that rape that time. I didn't do the rape, didn't you? It wasn't me. Oh, sorry. Uh, you uh, what was it? You had an overdue library book a couple of times, didn't you? I've still got them. Oh, okay. Well, that's well, it. I've worked out now. My, I think Kilroy my, my, would my, take my... that into account on the rapture. No, that's not evil, though, is it? It's pretty bad. 
Okay. It's against. Well, it's not against the law, but it's against some. Uh, it's against the rules, isn't it? Mm. Ever had a parking ticket? Uh, yes. So this is looking bad. Yeah. This is not looking good for you. I do sometimes throw food out as well. Have you ever shoplifted anything? And I mean, even just if you sort of accidentally walked out the shop for a moment and went back and paid it, that still counts. Well, you, that, know, that's funny, shoplift. you know funny well that I've done that because we did that <laughs> only a few days ago. Oh, that's interesting. What did I have with me? Uh, uh, two small packs of tissues. <laughs> uh, and uh, you left the shop with them unpaid. And to your credit, Daniel, you went back. But uh, as far as your soul is concerned, I think that's uh, it's too late. Oh, see, this is the trouble, isn't it? I think. It's a sliding scale of morals. Yeah. So uh, we've got you down for uh, temporary theft. We've right. got you down for uh, late library books. Right. Parking tickets. Um, unlawful fisting. Okay. And uh, what else have you? What, what else do you think they could maybe uh, get you on? On bad things. On Rapture Day. Yeah, yeah. Something bad you've done. What's the worst thing you've ever done? I don't, I don't know. I'd like to do the nice things. Come on, it's Judgment Day. Um, you know full well that Judgment Day. If it's not Kilroy himself presenting the show, it will be me on the podcast <laughs> judging oh, you. Oh, right. Well, I was at Yo Sushi yesterday. Yeah. And the bill came to £22. Right. And I only tipped a pound. Oh, see. Now, Kilroy would not be impressed with that. Because, because I don't know. I didn't think... I don't know, I just didn't understand that you had to put a tip there. <laughs> Yo Sushi. It surprised me with it, because uh, it's like a fast food place, isn't it? That's a good point, actually, because usually in Britain, the general rule is if they come to your table, you tip them. But in Yo Sushi, it's a conveyor belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a halfway house, isn't it? It is. I, I tipped half <laughs> of what I normally would. That's fair. I yeah. don't think I don't think you'd be... Uh, yeah, okay, that's okay. Kilroy will let that one go. Yeah, I'd usually go for 15 to 20% for exceptional service. Okay. Ten percent for kind of okay. all right service. But do you punish them? Which I do. Okay. But I mean, it's only happened maybe half a dozen times in my lifetime. Um, wow. The one time I did it was because I stupidly I, I was in London and I we didn't know where to eat, so um, well a man tried to sell me the big issue. Yeah, and you just punched him in the face. Oh well, no! So I said, I said, don't worry about that. But do you have any? Restaurant recommendations? Oh, to a homeless man. Right. Yeah, well, I think... He went, well, it's a lovely soup kitchen you could go to. Well, he told me about... He told me a few places, and yeah. he told me not to go to this pizza place down the road. Okay, because he knew something about... Uh, well, I... He's maybe no done idea. a shift in the kitchen. But we walked down. We walked down the road, and uh, we spotted this pizza place, which he recommended we didn't go to. Uh-huh. It looked pretty nice. <laughs> and we thought, what does he know? Uh-huh. And he was awful. We ate there. Uh, and I didn't give them a tip, oh. um, and I made it known. So ha- hang on, the homeless man did recommend the one you went no, to. No, he he said I shouldn't go to it because it wasn't very good. Oh, and you did go I in. Did go. Why up. didn't you trust the homeless man? Because then I thought the same thing when you when you thought what would he know? Uh-huh. I thought what would he know? Oh. But he turned out to be quite savvy on food in London. There you go. So he was a gourmet tramp. Defend <laughs> <laughs> a gourmet tramp. Come on down, welcome to another episode of Gourmet Tramp. Well, you know what? <laughs> Here on if, the bench today. If I were a tramp, I would go to your sushi. Yeah. For £2, you can have miso soup top-ups all day long, can't you? Oh, that's true, yeah. £2 all you need, you, you, you can be full for a week. That's true. Plus, uh, you can get off on the uh, the conveyor belt going around. You can yeah. just sort of allow it to hypnotise you. And so that's a bit like uh, being on drugs, if you just watch <laughs> it for long enough. Which, of course, tramps like. Um... Now, tramps, of course, their favourite uh, thing to consume is uh, special brew. 
isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. So maybe they would know where there was an interesting special brew-based restaurant where you could get a special brew-based soup. Okay. The ingredients of which are special brew. <laughs> just in a bowl. Yeah. It's a bowl of special brew. It's just a slightly different way to consume Some it. Some stale bread. Yeah. So if, if maybe they've uh, scrammed slightly more money than usual out of hardworking people like you and me, Daniel, uh, they instead of just drinking it out of the tin on the street like some kind of trap, they could go into the special brew restaurant and drink it out of a bowl like some kind of indoors tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my idea for a tramp restaurant? Uh, I think you had an idea for a tramp restaurant before, but didn't you? But it was the, the tramps were going to be working there, serving yeah, the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like that? Would you uh, go to a tramp restaurant? Well, I, yeah, why not, eh? I think as long as it was things that you couldn't secrete things in. Uh, like a soup. Yeah. And you go, mm, this tastes... Uh, I didn't know there was any asparagus in this. <laughs> it's just ladies' fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, before I came out today, I watched a bit of the Mark Gatiss uh, horror documentary. Okay, because it's Halloween. Because it's Halloween, I assume that's why it's on, yeah. Um, and uh, it's not the first... He, he did one a few years ago called Mark Gatiss's History of Horror, which is really good. Okay. And this is, uh, this is uh, a, a special about European horror. So he goes through history of European horror, so stuff like Nosferatu, you know, the old... Uh, F.W. Murnau films, the silent ones. Okay. Oh, it's a bit good, Daniel. Which is the one with Dracula? There's many scary films oh. with Dracula. It's that you mean the uh, the bald white Dracula? Yeah, yeah that's it. That's Nosferatu. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That is. Uh, in, it's it's disputed which what came first, but I think that's maybe one of the first ever horror films ever recorded. Yeah. He has very long fingers, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, almost like uh, Lady's fingers. It's like. It's like... Like long, long bits of asparagus, white asparagus, <laughs> black and white asparagus. I wonder if that's what they use to achieve the effect. <laughs> long, long fingered vampire creeping up the stairs. Uh, and uh, because in those days as well, it was, uh, you know, he didn't want to waste anything, so they probably ate it afterwards. So there we go. So the actor who played Nosferatu, his, his name was Max Schreck. So do you think Max Schreck, uh, do you think his wee wee smelled? Ooh, I think we're onto something. That's I think we've uncovered something about history that no one else has worked out before. That Max Shrek's wee smelled. <laughs> oh, can I just have a little update for, for anyone who listens a lot? Yeah. Um, I think we want to. Talk anyone to... who listens a lot. By the way, we haven't done a podcast for a year. <laughs> <laughs> we listened to the old ones. Um, we that's once true. we once talked about piss flies. Yes. Um, in Schiphol Airport. Cool. Give them the proper name, Urinal Fly. Urinal Fly. Urinal Fly. This Urinal. podcast is sponsored by Urinal Fly. Well, no. are you uh, have you changed your mind about them? No. Cast, cast your mind back, listeners. Oh, go back. Christ, if you, do we have to go through this again? If, if, try, if either use the magic of memory to remember this, or if you haven't remembered it or even listened to it the first time, go back to our podcast. Uh, you is for urinal fly. That was the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> in which we talk about the wonder of urinal fly. Uh, the, the little transfer flies that they stick in urinals, like uh, uh, Schiphol Airport is the most famous yeah, yeah, urinal yeah. fly sighting. Uh, where was the other one we saw recently? The place I got married. Now, th that's right. Now, this is really the news you wanted to give. Yeah, yeah, Go that on. was it. Go it, was, on. It, was, it was one of the highlights of my day, other than the getting, getting married. married bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... 
Was that the only tears you shed that day when you <laughs> saw the urinal fly and you weeped? Well, I did sort of run down the stairs to tell Rob, but he was busy chatting to somebody else. Yeah, doing my duties as best man. Yeah, very good. Oh, yes, Rob is best man. Oh, yeah, oh, by the way, yeah, just, let's just mention that about 30 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Um, no, but I think it's some kind of Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I've been tormenting you for years, and then you went, "I know who. Who can I make my best man? It could be my brother who's been with me since the beginning. It could be some of my friends from school could have done the job. Uh, somebody from my town where I grew up, highly. Well, you wouldn't want one of those, would you? You wouldn't, you wouldn't want a Morlock for a best man. And it's uh, you know when he comes up to sign the book and it's just like he's got giant hairy hands. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want that, um, because of course uh, Doctor Beeching closed down the railway, didn't he? That goes in. Oh no, he didn't. That's not true. No, it was a surviving railway, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's still going, still uh, going strong. So why are they so retarded? There, they've got access to the world. They could have left at any point. They just chose not to. That's why they. Were, that's why they're the worst yokels in the world. In highly, they never left, even though they could. Oh. Anyway, yes, so that's why that's why I'm your best man, because all of your other friends are Morlocks. <laughs> well, if you like to think, if you like to think of it like that. They, should, they were very well turned out, though, at your wedding. Yes, yes. I thought everyone looked marvellous. It's brought a tear to my eye, actually, seeing a Morlock in a suit like that. It was, <laughs> they scrub up nice, those Morlocks. Some of them, you know, uh, I like it when uh, sort of their tufty green body hair kind of sticks out the bottom of the cuff of the shirt it's just something about that I just really, really I really like it's just a nice nice touch I think you're being nasty <laughs> yes I am being an appalling cunt actually <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah but the urinal flies at the wedding venue yeah. happened to be they weren't on an angle in the same way that Skiffle are uh -huh. they were almost directly in front of the hole yes the piss hole which, if your argument to, about it kind of hitting it at an angle and not splashing back, yeah. the worst place you want is directly in front. Yeah. So what you're saying, the people who ran your wedding venue are morons. Well, they may have put them on wrong, I, I guess. they have, yeah. Which is a bit silly, really, because they do come with instructions. <laughs> Just get You get like a sheet of six urinal flies on a sheet, and there's an instruction booklet enclosed with like the optimum position for them. Because <laughs> that's the whole point. That's why they've got them. They're not just to spruce up your pisser. They have a practical purpose. Come on now, come on down. It's time to play Spruce Up Your Piss. And here's your host, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Lawrence, how have you spruced up a pisser this week? Well, Steve, I have spruced up the pisser by... Sometimes when you buy a computer magazine, it comes with a CD-ROM, doesn't it? Well, uh, I've got a lot of those just lying around my house, just a, a huge, huge boxes full of these compact discs, if you will. And uh, I like to just sort of put them around the, the rim of the urinal um, for many, many reasons. I mean, the main one is you, it, gives you, it gives you a nice reflection. You can see your own John Thomas um, urinating and... Um, it's just quite a it's quite a lovely thing. It's quite poetic, really. To see your own John, your own John Thomas, uh, pissing out uh, over the top of a <laughs> compact uh, disc. Um, and, uh, I've got many tips for how to spruce up your pisser, uh, but we'll come back to those later. So yes, uh, Daniel, you <laughs> saw you the uh, you saw the urinal fly. I don't know why Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen in my in my fantasy speaks like that. <laughs> Is your is your pisser spruced in any way? <laughs> my, my toilet or my willy? Uh, I'll start with toilets. <laughs> my willy is spruced. Okay. Thoroughly pimped out my penis. Okay. 
Uh, I've got a very uh, high quality wife from the finest catalogue and uh, she deserves the best. So uh, I have uh, pajazzled <laughs> pajazzled myself. I, uh, I mean, I don't have a lot of money, Dan, so uh, I went, uh, I bought some sequins from the market okay. yeah. and uh, I sort of. Uh, you know those staplers you used to get? <laughs> <laughs> the ones at school, so like, uh, you know, a gun staple. Yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, get, yeah. get, you know, keep something on the wall nice. Right, right, um, right. And uh, I just really sort of, really rammed them in. Okay. Crammed. My did knob you, is just... Did you cover it in, dip it in some PVA and, and then some tinsel? I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, staples, they're, they're adhesive you can't really argue with. So I really uh, I stapled all the sequins onto my uh, John Thomas there. And uh, it's beautiful now. And uh, it's interesting, actually, because if, if you and I were to do a wee in the urinal, yeah. and it, it wasn't, uh, the urinal wasn't spruced up with CD-ROMs, well, uh, you, you, you could, if you look closely at my penis, you'd see, you might see the reflection of yours in the sequins. Uh. So uh, we'll try that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think, I think you had a story about your wedding you wanted to tell uh, us. Quite all right. Quite all right. <laughs> um, is your toilet spruced at all? Uh, no. Uh, oh, we've got a couple of... Oh, see, I've gone out of character now. I was going to actually tell you. <laughs> I, I was actually going to tell you a true thing about my bathroom there. Okay. There's a couple of, um, like, Art Nouveau posters in there, like Moulin Rouge okay. one and uh, something else. This is within the bathroom, not on the toilet. Not on the toilet, no. No, I don't think our toilet is itself spruced in any way. Have you ever been tempted by a novelty toilet? <laughs> Uh, I saw one once with the Starship Enterprise painted on it. <laughs> and when you lift the lid, Mr. Spock's on the underside. <laughs> don't, you know, don't think I wasn't tempted by that <laughs> classy piece of Potiana. Uh, was, how about you? Have you spruced your, spruced up your pisser? No, um, occasionally I put on a, like a blue disinfectant which colours the water blue. Which oh, is okay. quite exciting. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Maybe that's why you can't smell your asparagus wee, because oh. you, you got the smell of. Uh, Delicious chemicals wafted through your snout. Occasionally, uh, back when I used to live with my parents, we had a uh, one of those little ones that hang over the side. They would have those in highly, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you're always tempted to wee in that and uh, watch it. That's right. Colour out the other side. Yeah, that was always very I exciting. remember my uh, grandmother used to have those, but it was it was a. Uh, it's got like. It's a toilet duck one, and it's got like, the shape of a duck cut out of the plastic. Okay. I used to try and fill that duck with piss. And then they, they, they tell, <laughs> tell you off when you try to piss on the ducks in the park. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Take that, you fucking mallards. <laughs> it's like a red rag to a ball. Uh, unfortunately, now that I've pijazzled myself with staples. Like, like piss up a duck's back. Well, because it's... <laughs> hence the expression. Hence the expression, piss off a duck's back. Well, that's it. They don't mind, really. If you if you piss on a chicken, they wouldn't they wouldn't like that because they don't have the same oils. What do you think would be the worst animal? To, but but to I, piss I upon? when I piss, I've got uh, because there's so many holes in my penis now because of the staples. <laughs> it all just splashes out. It's like a fountain. Like a like a, a rose attachment on a, on a hose. It all just splurts out, and uh, that's why my piss is red. And that's also why I, I need a urinal fly. Okay. Because it just goes everywhere. I think we've come to the bottom of the mystery now. <laughs> I love that that's got continuity between the podcasts as well. <laughs> These childish podcasts. That bit of continuity goes back about two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we can still do these. <laughs> oh, goodness me. 
Uh, we should just apologise for not uh, broadcasting our Edinburgh podcasts as well. Yeah, we just never apologise that we fucked up royally. Uh, <laughs> but I think we've got some scraps, haven't we? We've got some bits and bobs. Yeah. We might be able to stitch together. I think we could do like a sort of podcast documentary where we talk about it and remember it and then have a clip. Okay. It's probably the best way. Yeah. Just know if we've got time. That sounds nice. Probably do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> do that in several years' time. Well, it's, it's very hard. It is. so far away. It is. You know, we don't want to make an effort for these, really, do we? We just want to sit down for 40 minutes and then it's done, in it? Two, the can. two pots of tea. Oh, Dan's teapot looks like a goldfish bowl. Um, it's lovely. I'm not. I'm not dissing it. It's a lovely teapot, but uh, that is the capacity. You, you could a fish could live in that. <laughs> you could, you? You could. And I am almost finished my second goldfish bowl of tea. Ah, uh, 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 yeah. Weddings. Yeah, oh, yeah. Though you know those two subjects usually do go hand in hand. Well, it was all. It was all rather smooth. You know, there's not. It was a lovely say, wedding. Not much to say about a wedding, really, is there? Nah, it's bollocks in it. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I'm glad I'm glad I've got a ring. To be honest with you, yes, because uh, other than that, you crammed your finger into Emma's ring, didn't you, on the day I in did. front of witnesses? Uh, yeah, I was um, there. Your father was present to witness the cramming of the ring. Uh, well, I'll tell you what happened. Another thing that happened on your wedding day is that I nearly died. Um, this is a true story. This is this isn't true. comedy. This is true. Probably the who, who would you say the three most important people after the bride and groom at the wedding? Well, it would be said maybe my dad and yeah, and my best man and maybe the father, the father of the bride. bride yeah. Well, the three of us almost got killed. <laughs> 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 we were in the bar after the wedding, and then this huge iron rod just fell out of nowhere. Uh, it fell between me and your dad, and uh, probably left over from the rapture. Your Oh God! Do you think that's what it happened? May have been, it maybe got mistaken and uh, <laughs> hovered its way towards the roof. Ah. Oh, what? Just, hang on a minute. So what are you saying? That the, you were saying that the iron rod was almost rapid. <laughs> yeah. The iron rod was hovering because it was actually iron rod rapture day. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I don't know where you draw the line. Like, if well, well I'd, I'd say living things at least. Can, like, even okay. if you don't believe animals are rapture. But okay, test this theory. Go on. Say, Sock it to me. So Right. The, the good people uh, get raptured, the bad people get left on earth to burn? That's correct, yeah. So, right. A, a bad mother, right? A nasty lady. Bad motherfucker. Well, a bad lady, right? right. She's definitely burning in hell. Right. But then you've got a little, little sort of mealy born baby. Right? She's done nothing wrong. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Right. How does it work then? What do you mean? How does it work? Well, how does the baby get wrapped? How does the unborn baby get raptured and the lady? Oh, the, oh, literally, the unborn baby yeah, yeah, is inside yeah. her. Uh, well, they're, they're two separate souls, aren't they? So they'd be yeah. separated. But it's got to get out. <laughs> so do you think in uh, in heaven there's like little half-formed babies, well, like they, they don't have any arms? They've just got big gelatinous eyes floating around. Well, it would seem so. Uh, well, if you believe in the rapture, they will not be left allowed in because they haven't been baptised. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I think, actually, there is an answer to this. I think unborn babies go to purgatory. Oh. It's not very nice, is it? What do they do there? Just float around in an infinite void. Is it just like a shopping centre of some sort? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like the, uh, it's like the Westfield. Yeah, just exactly. in endless white nothingness <laughs> and the occasional HMV. Well, everything's full price. Yeah, just you've got to pay retail. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Only unborn babies in purgatory pay retail. That's the old expression, isn't it? It sounds like a horrible place. So baddies go to hell, right. goodies go to heaven, and uh, unborn, unbaptized babies go to purgatory. In, in, the, in, the, in the stories, are you, if you're in purgatory, can you? are you sort of aiming for one or the other then? Uh, I think that's it. I think you're just stuck there. For, for good? Yeah, I think so. You can't kind of like earn bonus points or whatever and get... Oh, you mean like, is it a waiting room where you can atone or... uh, No, because I think once you're there, that's it, isn't it? Like like the X Factor. Yeah, but you wouldn't fail, would you? Like, if you were there and you knew for a fact there was an afterlife... Right. You would, it'd be like, it'd be like getting a degree. you know fully well if you were in purgatory, you would push your luck. Would I? Yes, of course you would. (laughs) Because it's like a mad thought. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I mean... I could do my best and uh, be nice to all the unbaptized babies and then uh, eventually go up. Or I could just rape the babies all day long, every day, even if I didn't really want to. (laughs) And then go to hell with Hitler and Jimmy Savile and your dad. Where do you think your parents are going to go? Do you think your parents are going to go to heaven or hell? Or purgatory? I couldn't tell you, you know. I think the thing is, you don't know a lot about people, really. It's very hard to tell. Well, I mean, your dad is a serial killer, so that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it depends. If you are one of these serial killers that kill all the bad people, where do you stand there? Uh, Oh, like Dexter? Yes. If you're Dexter, does Dexter go to heaven or hell? Uh, probably Probably let that pass, wouldn't they? Yeah, it is a bit. There's too, there's too many blurry. It's very grey. Yeah. Also, what would the whole thing just be made up bollocks yeah. as well? That's it. You, you, you would think a lot more people would go, right, there are too many questions here. Uh-huh. I want some answers, you know. Yeah. Uh, once you've asked a few questions, it's all, it's all fairly black and white. But I kind of like... I wish it was true. I wish there were some sort of... What if you did a really good thing? What if you were like... Um... Sully, the uh, that aeroplane pilot who uh, saved all those people when he landed the plane in the Hudson, but then you he he previously done a rape. Or, or you? Not we're not saying Sully had done a rape. We're saying what if you did a really good thing to like a Sully degree standard? Does that? But then you forgot to put your glass bottles in the recycling. You put them in the general waste. That's it. Yeah. Oh God. You think whoever judges this is like deranged, <laughs> like really like, like Wishmaster, uh, <laughs> like you know the Wishmaster films uh, when you go, uh, you know, he's like a deranged genie, and uh, you go, uh, I wish for a million pounds, and he goes, Yes, no problem, <laughs> but then you get like a million pounds of meat, and it just crushes you to death, that kind of thing. <laughs> Could be. You never know. You might. Yeah. Well, this, what, is there a is there a decider? Who is the decider in, in the stories? I don't know. I assume it's God, isn't it? Okay. Maybe Jesus. Do you think he delegates to his son? I don't know. God and son. It's a, it's a family <laughs> business. It's God and son. Butchers. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you you be on the right track with the. You don't you don't eat pork like animals, which is good. That's right. Uh, I don't eat animals. Right. I would give you a tick there. Excellent. But I do eat fish, so oh. that might that might be bad. Unless fish, fish are animals, so yeah. I suppose I do eat animals. But then also, there are a lot of again on the scale of things, there are a lot of microbes and some very small things that that I destroy on a daily basis. Just for fun, yeah. So just for sexual pleasure. Oh, germs, 
one. That's right. I've yeah. seen you actually touching yourself yeah. and laughing <laughs> as you were putting the toilet duck down the pan. <laughs> Thinking of the carnage beneath you. Oh, it is very horrible, isn't it? What? What? Murdering germs? Well, trying to draw a line somewhere between who you murder and who you oh, don't. Yeah, I mean, there, there is a religion that says you shouldn't kill germs. Jainism, it's called. Jainism? Yeah, it's a real thing. I'm okay. Not up. Uh, they, they, won't, they don't want to step in puddles in case you uh, disturb the no. microorganisms living there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's real. That's a real thing. That I'm not making up. Okay. <laughs> no, it is. It is a real okay. thing. Jainism. Yeah, that's a rubbish name for religion, isn't it? I remember we did a sort of stupid uh, diversity training thing at my office, right? Where they say, you know, don't fire someone because they're black, kind of thing. <laughs> that kind of diversity training, and they told us all the major religions, and one of them was Jainism. It's like, that's a bit obscure. <laughs> I think they missed out Sikhism as well, <laughs> which is pretty shoddy. <laughs> I think Jainism's older than Sikhism, so I suppose there's an argument for it, but I've never met a Jainist. I've met loads of Sikhs. I've met a Sikh or two. They seek him here. <laughs> 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 oh goodness me. Right, we have we have gone right off track, haven't we? Where were we? You got married and there were piss flies at the wedding. Okay, is that what we've covered so far? Yeah. I was, um, I was wondering if someone snuck them in because they knew about your love of, uh, well, my love really of piss flies. It settled my nerves. The uh, urinal flies in the uh, the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> People know that I'm into those, so maybe they brought them in just for the wedding. Oh. I doubt that happened. They also had a hand dryer with LEDs on it. Did they? Yeah. It didn't work, did it? Uh, no, it did. I it couldn't was... get it to go. Oh. I thought I was like, I worried I was like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense <laughs> because I was putting my hands under it and it wasn't working. So I just sort of let them drip dry. Well, they do need to be consistent with hand dryers. But then the next fellow went in and it worked. So I thought... Have you ever used... That's classic dead and don't know it. The hand dryer which dries your face. It's kind of got a little... Uh, like you can switch the... Uh, where the air flows out of. You can you can turn it so the air redirects at your face. Oh, yes. You turn the, you turn the metal thing over. Yeah. yeah, I've seen them, yeah. What I like to do is I like to blow it into my face and let all my hair blow around and pretend so I'm you... parachuting. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of excitement you can have. Oh, I don't know who uses those. Who? I suppose if you washed your face in the sink, that's when you'd use it. This is. I wouldn't do it. Imagine you all the bacteria that's know. breathing in there and then you <laughs> blow it into your own face voluntarily. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> All the penis jerks. You would look at all... No, no, I wouldn't fancy it. But no, they should be consistent with them. I think they sh don't have buttons anymore. Yeah. It's unhygienic. Yeah. Um, you know what I do if, if there's one with a button? Elbow. Elbow! elbow. Yeah, you yeah. figured that one yeah, out too. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? It is good. Well, I like... I don't know if uh, they do it in Canada a lot now, but here, you find new toilets, especially in, in big public buildings. I love that it always comes back to toilets, by the way. Um, they don't have doors. It's wonderful. What do you mean? Like the like the the cubicles will have doors, right? But to get to a urinal, yeah, there won't be a door. When is there ever a door on a urinal? No, no, no. To get into the toilets themselves, the to get into units. the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. No door. Yeah. You watch now. A lot of new places. Yeah, but there'll be something else. Like normally, no, you'll no. have to go around a corner. Yeah, that's it. Like in an airport. Yeah, they pop a corner in. 
Pop a corner in. Yeah, yeah. lovely. I suppose. Uh, oh yeah, so it's one less thing to touch. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, that's oh, okay. You find like new new big places. We'll yeah. always pop, pop a corner in rather than pop a corner in the door. I think it's bloody marvellous. Good idea. I don't know why they haven't thought of it before. I went to the Warsaw Art Gallery yesterday to catch the last day of the Damien Hirst thing. Okay. Uh, and uh, the toilets there, they're very good. There's no urinals. They're all cubicles. Okay. About ten cubicles. So if you if you've got a, a shy penis like I have, because I don't want everyone to see my pajazzling, okay. uh, you, you've got to. Well, you can bl- blind people, can't it? If it's uh, that's it. There are too many spotlights in there. Uh, what? Oh yeah, so what you mean like that's it? Yeah, I've damaged a few retinas in my time. We like a very inappropriate mirror ball. It's exactly like a mirror ball. I like to spin it around. <laughs> well, I was hoping uh, that I could, I'd have the opportunity to do that at your wedding. It'd save you a bit of money. Just hang you from the ceiling. Yeah, just get my lad out and uh, swing it around. Take it a few eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Well, what, what is the theme of this podcast? W is for weddings. Okay, M is for marriage. We, we don't know the letters. Uh, y is for your wife's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> she's not in the room anymore. No, she's oh, left, yeah. so we can get really bad now. She'll never listen to this. She'll never, even if she listens to the podcast, she'll never get 40 minutes into it. <laughs> so, what can we say about her? Should we put in a secret message for her just to find out if she's listened to it? No, because I don't know what you're going to say. Something nice like, Emma, we like you. Oh, I can't believe I said her name on the podcast. It's all right. It's all right. We haven't given her a second name. Halliwell. <laughs> it's obviously Godzill. <laughs> Shit. Okay, Emma Godzill. What are we telling her? Uh, just, just one word. Oh, umami. Oh, umami. Yeah. Umami. Um, yeah, if, you, if you come up to Dan and just say umami, he'll know that you've listened to this. What? Okay. Or if, if you're just one of our other listeners, our valued, lovely listeners... Just send us an email saying umami, just to let us know that you've listened to it, or maybe we'll send you a prize. We've done that before. Somebody did write in with the code word, and then he said, "Where's my prize?" And we just didn't send him anything. We could send some. We could send some umami paste <laughs> if you want. Just smeared on a letter. <laughs> well, I enjoyed you saying umami paste in your Midlands accent. Though. It was great. It's like uh, this is what an age we're living in. Where <laughs> black country folk could go and go all. I'm not a black country folk. You are a bit. I'm not. I'm a, sh- I'm a, I'm a Shropshire. You're a Shropshire, Shropshire lad. lad yeah. Well, we do, we are we are. It, it, Which is the one thing worse than being a black country man in my the, the room. The room we're in at the moment because yeah. because of post wedding. Uh, I love that presence. But you're considered posh here, by the way. It's great. Bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. Uh, because because we got bought a lot of gifts and things for the wedding. Um, we've. We sort of sat surrounded by truffles and champagne. That's right. It's it's literally in Aladdin's cave. <laughs> four bottles of champagne. Four champagnes, truffles, um, a pumpkin. Oh no, I bought that myself. Well, imagine uh, that. I thought you wouldn't have to buy any food for weeks. Because of the pumpkin. We're, we're just drinking tea and eating fancy chocolates <laughs> <laughs> for lunch. It's got to be eaten. Yeah, it's all, it does look very nice, but I'm not sure. The truffles, pig sniffer, mate, don't they? They do, yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to taste very nice. Pigs and posh people. They describe the smell Snuffle as... for truffles. They, they, they describe the smell as pungent. Right. Well, you can say that about anything. You can say that about my piss after an, uh, after devouring some ladies' fingers. Rob's pungent piss. Rob's pungent piss. 
Come on down, it's time to play Rob's Pungent Piss. <laughs> and our first contestant is Gladys. <laughs> right, Gladys, um, have a little taste of this. <laughs> mm. Now, would you describe that as A, pungent, B, delightful, or C, terribly sexually arousing? <laughs> well, I'd have to say... I'm sorry, that wasn't one of the <laughs> designated answers. So uh, I'm afraid by default, Percy wins. Oh, thank you very much. What do I go on with? A punch in the face. <laughs> do you like my game shows? Oh, I do like your game shows. <laughs> it's always a northern presenter for some reason. Um, well, should we? Because we've got plenty more subjects. Yep. So do you want to call this one a day? Yeah. So I can have a week? I'd rather call it a podcast and finish it. Okie dokie. Yeah. All right. Uh, Not a day. A day is a sort of, it's 24 hours. It's how long the earth takes to go around. And a podcast is a sort of digitally recorded uh, humorous message that we put on the internet. Well, thanks. I, I see why you've got them confused. Call it a day if you want, but that would be retarded. Okay, well, we'll call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, we're going to eat some more chocolates, I think. Lovely. Bye. Oh, well, goodbye, you fuckers.